0: Hey, folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd.
1: And I'm Obert. And, uh, you know, we say on this podcast a lot that weather is different in different places. Mm-hmm. But I have an interesting theory, and I think that there's probably one moment in time in the year that weather is the same in different places. And I think that moment just happened.
0: Uh, g- Go on.
1: Well, it was freezing cold in Connecticut, and it was blizzarding in North Carolina. It was. And it, it's Montana here. So,
2: <laughs> Did you just say it's just Montana? That's just the, how yeah, just it's exist Montana it's in perpetual
1: coldness? Right. Just... <laughs> so I think there was somewhere in the last 72 hours, at some point, we hit this point where we all had the same weather. I think I
0: think that it's safe to assume. Yes, it's safe to assume. Yeah, it snowed here for the first time of me being here like substantial shit snow. I have snow outside on my car still. That is what that is what this is. Like Uh, how much snow we're talking
2: like a dusting or like no, like
0: like inches like like two to three inches. Oh, geez. That that's 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 a considerable amount.
1: So are people uh equipped equip to handle it or not? Not
0: at all. No, no. My my road has not seen a plow. Like there's no I, such thing. I saw the uh, Snapchat that your
2: wife sent me of your neighbors preparing their driveway for this snow. And it was yes. pure white. Like they had just dumped ten gallons of salmon on their driveway. Ten gallons said, of salt. The it. it.
0: <laughs> so here's the other thing that they did, and you know, this is true Southerner, right? They their 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 driveway is a slight a slight incline. It's not even mine's up a frickin' hill, right? Like slight incline, right? Um so yeah. they parked I I live at the end of a dead end road. They parked one of their cars in the road, and it's not like a traditional dead end, there's no turnaround. So it's like so their car is literally blocking where the plow would plow my driveway. And I'm like, sons <laughs> of bitches. <laughs> now luckily we haven't seen a plow, so it doesn't matter. But like well, how would you know? The I'm
2: plow would never come out, come down that far. You'd be like, oh, look, it, there's a car. Can't, can't come
0: I down. Can't come down that way. Can't go down that way. So,
1: Well, it's also um, not like they're plowing like feet of snow into a big bank, right? It's just like, they got to move those three inches of snow off the road.
0: <laughs> that is true. That is true. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's been cold. I was, I was worried. I was worried we were going to lose power, and thankfully we didn't. That was, that was my biggest concern. Lord knows how long it would have taken to get power back.
2: Do you have the ability in your current living situation to like heat your house with no power?
0: No, nope. I need power. I need power. Much like a hover, much like a hoverboard on water. I need power. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah. So that's been a- it's been an adventure. It's been an adventure. They closed work for a day. Um, luck, I didn't get a snow day. I wanted a thirty-three-year-old snow day. I didn't get one. I was already off. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: is that uh, is an interesting thing with COVID. Uh, it's kind of made snow days not a thing anymore because now right? everybody's aware that you can like work remotely, and it's like, oh damn it, like yeah, right, yeah,
1: kind of ruins the fun for kids. Not snow day. <laughs> what well, also ruins the fun for
2: adults? Like there was a time a couple years ago where like if it snowed and like everybody stayed home. You could be like, all right. I didn't have the proper like items at home to like work remotely. So like, I have a snow right. day as well. Now it's like, no, no, no. We know you have everything at your house that you could ever possibly need to work <laughs> the remotely. Excuse
1: is gone. Yeah, right? yeah.
0: It's, it sucks. It's how big snow gets you. You know. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, say. COVID. <laughs> thanks, thanks snow and COVID.
1: <laughs> well, glad to hear that you guys are doing okay, brave in the cold and the snow. But uh, all this talk about the weather sure has made me thirsty. Oh come on, we can do better. Than,
2: we can do better than this. We could say you know what goes really good on a snow day? A Speaking nice
0: of a cold Cold one. beer. There we go.
1: Well, with that, who wants to lead us off? It's beer 30. And I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cuz it's beer 30. It is time to park.
0: Yeah, baby. You know, when it's nice and snowy outside, the one way to warm yourself up—and everybody knows this—this this is a like a just a, 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 a just a true fact about being cold in the winter—is um, to have some uh, cobbler.
1: Everybody- yep, that's what they say. It's not go outside and shovel. No, it's it's eat cobbler.
0: That's what everybody says. And it's even better if you could have twice as much cobbler, uh, because uh, oh wow, isn't this something? This is a completely weird turn of events. Uh, I have a very special offering from our friends over at Divine Barrel Brewing, and it is their double Carolina cobbler.
1: Cherry. Okay.
0: A lot, wow, is that weird? A lot it's of so reaching weird. going on in this, in this no, beer introduction. No, this, this, uh-huh. this, it, it, it's completely natural. Didn't know this uh, I didn't even know this was in my hand. Uh, hey, Southerners, Mitch, uh, just
2: real quick. Tip from a Northerner. Before a snowstorm, if you're going to get snow, go outside and put beer down in the driveway. That way, as you're shoveling, you just find a beer, open it up, crack it, and drink
0: it. I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, two inches isn't quite enough. Like you just be like, I see him. But it's enough. <laughs> hey, but it's enough to keep them cold. It, is, it will keep them cold. Yes, that
1: is true. But it would yeah, just. That, that I would just shovel. Doesn't work once you get past the northeast. Once you move any further west, because then they're just ice chunks of beer.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I was trying well, to help out my southern brethren, but
1: yeah,
0: we we appreciate it. Um... <laughs> But this is the double offering of the Carolina Cobbler. We've had this on the podcast before. Um, I've not had this the single version. The single version, yes, the single version. Right. So this is the first time I'd ever seen the double version. I'm not saying it's the first time it's been brewed, but uh, it's the first time I was there, and I was like, ooh! So this is an imperial. Uh, so this is an imperial Berliner Weiss uh, with cherry, vanilla, cinnamon, graham crackers, and lactose, and it is a whopping eight percent versus i believe they're like four and a half five percent for the for the normal cobblers
1: so um very nice okay so we're gonna take a quick 15 minute break chris is gonna go lay down outside in the snow so he can truly warm up with this this cobbler (laughs) Yep, gotta
0: warm up okay now i'm back we just did a time travel there i am very cold and now the only way to do it to to heal it is the only way you
1: can warm up. We, only... We've established this. This is so this, many this, reaches just with with a
0: nice with a nice double helping of cobbler.
2: <laughs> what well, does it, Chris? Is it just me or what does it say above cobbler? I keep on reading Canadian, but I'm very. It might be grandma's cobbler. Like
1: no, Carolina cobbler.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, double. Yeah carolina cobbler
2: carolina
0: i read that I mean, as canadian for some reason I was, like, yeah. I was like that's very interesting so um it's that it's, looks yummy though
1: i wish i would like i wish i had a cobbler right now
0: i i mean you i'm surprised you don't have cobbler year round around in montana so it's no, cool not it's always carolina cold cobbler <laughs> i guess that's true you have montana cobbler with your huckleberries uh-huh Ooh. so um but uh there it is nice nice pretty red color dark red uh, maroon, I guess. Uh, nice little head head there going. The head's, you know, sticking, or sticking around, sticking around. It do be red. I get, a, I get a decent amount of, uh, decent amount of cherry uh, smell taste, or nose taste. Get a little bit more in this. This glass is like, these glasses holding 16 ounces is amazing to me. I don't understand how they, I don't understand how volume works. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, very excited. Here we go. First time ever having the double. Had had the single. See. I like beer. It
1: makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind. And sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow.
0: Guys, this is extremely good. <laughs> <laughs> I am so warm right now from this combo. I was,
1: well, that's what I wanted to know. Yeah, How warm you were.
0: I know the year is young. This is the best beer I've had all year. Um, this, wow. It's only been 17 days. Uh, however many days Thursdays, Uh But this is really good. Um, I had to double check because it's so... It's so lactosey smooth. I had to double check to make sure I said lactose because I was like, there's definitely lactose in this. That's the first thing I get from it. Nice, smooth, smooth, like nothing. There's nothing really abrasive about this. Yeah, silky. Yes. Nothing abrasive about this beer at all. Um, You get some of that cherry um, that kind of holds throughout the rest, um, but you get hit really, really heavy with the vanilla and the graham crackers. Just a hint of that cinnamon. It all ties together extremely well. Um, it's just like, I mean, it's, it's very good. It's very good. Um, golly, these guys make just spectacular beers. Um, I don't even know what else to say. Hold on. Can you taste the booze? No, no. That's the other thing. It's 8%, not the heaviest beer. Um, but no, no booze taste. There is, I'm catching a little something on the back end now. I'm trying to pinpoint what it is. It's, it kind of doesn't go with the rest of the beer and I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if it's just like something dies off and it reveals more of a different flavor. It's not, it doesn't ruin the beer, but, uh, there is something on the back. That's just a little bit, a little bit imperfect on a, on a, on a, on a very good beer. I can't, I can't pinpoint it though. It might just be like the, I think some, I think something falls away and you get a lot more cherry on the back end. I think that's what that is. Um, like, is
1: it, is it a tart cherry?
0: Um, on the back it is, yeah. I think that's what I'm tasting. I think I think it's turning a little tart on the back end. Um, and honestly, to be to be fair, cherry beers normally not my thing, right? Like, um, but this is a uh, very well done beer. Um, a lot
2: of cherry beers to yeah, me usually taste like Robitussin.
0: Like Yeah, yeah. Like
2: they can they have a way of going. That direction where you never like, want to, you never want to go Robitussin. Never go full Robitussin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's what
0: they say. Yeah, never go full <laughs> Robitussin. No, I've definitely had those cherry beers though that are just like straight, like syrup, gross, like you know, mm. uh, ro- ro- Artificial. Robitussin. Artificial. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's not quite that's not what this is. This is just like a tart cherry on the back end. Um, and you know, cherry for me is you know, and beers normally it's a miss but this one is a hit i i enjoy it a lot um it's really good eight percent it hides extremely well and uh golly i i I love it i'm super warm toasty on the inside
1: (laughs) (laughs) setting setting up for a good next 11 months of 2022 i
0: you know honestly i i said it it's it's the best beer i've had of 2022 it's gonna be hard to beat it's gonna be hard to beat i'm gonna that's gonna be my goal now my goal is to this is gonna be the standard at which all of 22 is gonna be judged so well
1: maybe you can find the blueberry one maybe that'll be just as good mm. but not cherry Ooh
0: that's true that's true that's true i i would enjoy to have uh, divine barrel i know you're listening uh <laughs> i hope i hope i hope uh, to have some of the other double cobblers because this is uh this is extremely good um. well i
1: have it here on untapped okay and I do think this is probably a new release for them because there are only seventy nine check ins.
0: Oh dang! Okay, okay. Shoot. Well, I'm going to rate it. I mean, just I I ha- I know what I want to rate it. I'm going to give it one more. Just make sure it didn't. I'm going to give it a four seven five. Um, wow. Yeah, it's 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 extremely good. It's very well done. Um, I don't know. I I was I had high hopes for the spear and it, it they have is li- lived up to it. Um, I bought a four pack. I put two in the fridge because I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna want two of these," <laughs> and uh, and I, I, I'm supposed to. I, well, I'm not supposed to. I wanted to send out some beer beer packages, and unfortunately,
1: like, you have two co-hosts. That's yeah, true. So
0: and, and, that and, math and makes they, perfect sense. They, two they, for you, two for us. High, they may high not five be over there anymore? Who knows? <laughs> no, um, but it's 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 gonna be hard to. It's, those are gonna be sad ones to wrap up. Be like, you know, cue sad music. All right, 79 check ins. Divine Barrel, <sighs> Divine Barrel, very good brewery. Um, it, I think this beer would appeal to more people than like an IPA, a West Coast IPA, like any kind of IPA, because it is it, it does have some sweetness to it. So, um,
1: And as we know, it's tr- the traditional <laughs> winter snack. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> in order Carolinas. to warm yourself up. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: Carolina Cobbler. Um, so I think it's going to be relatively high. I don't think it's going to be quite as high as me. I think it's going to be relatively high. Um, I'm Would it help say if I read a...
2: you one of the reviews somebody left?
0: No, because you're probably going to pick like a one-star review. <laughs> it's like it tastes like poop in a bag, and then I'll be like, "Oh no!" I question everything. You um, know, what, it's
1: funny because I I see the exact review that Ted is going <laughs> to read. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I know exactly. I know exactly what he's trying to do to throw you off. He's going
0: to throw. He's yeah, he's trying to. Th- oh, okay. No, you can read it after I give my guess. I'm going to, I'm going lofty. I'm going lofty with a four two one. I'm going to guess over four point two. I don't know if I, I don't know how I feel about it.
1: I love the beat. Well, you're only going to be beat if someone gets it exactly right because it's a four point two two. Oh
0: man. Oh, it's been That's so long right. since I've been so close. Let's go. But I, go. <laughs> but I, I put can't, it on the
2: board. I can't interest you in the in the review that says if I could use negative numbers for the rating, I would <laughs>
0: <laughs> What?
2: He rated it. A
1: 0. Point two. Two, zero. Uh, who?
0: Who are you? I'm gonna e- I'm gonna at you. EJS They do not know what they're talking about.
2: He he it's, appears it's... to be a tough raider. Obviously. But he has fifteen hundred
0: check-ins. He does not like this maybe. beer. Maybe does he not like beer? Like he's untapped for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> oh See, man. See, I thought
1: he was going to I thought he was going to read this one. Very cherry, some creaminess. I liked it but not as much as the regular cherry cobbler. Cuz oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, that I would like, really make you be like, "Oh, maybe it's not a 4.21." Yeah,
0: I like this better than the 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 OG. The OG was right. good. I do I do it did enjoy it, but this uh, the I don't know if there's lactose in the OG. I'm not sure, but this there's like a there was a nice smoothness to it and I liked it. So um it's a very good beer. Very good beer. I enjoy it. All but, right. But uh who else is uh needs to warm up? Obert? I think I think I'll
1: I'll give it a shot here. Okay. All right, so this week I have a beer from a brewery I know that Chris is a big fan of, as well as Todd. Um and that is what are these guys called again? It just says BBCO on the side. Burlington Beer Company. That's what they are. Mm. Yeah. And this is their Peasant King, which is a double India Pale Ale.
0: Nice. On the side here,
1: So I've never been there. I've had a few beers from them, but I don't know if I've ever checked in a Peasant King. I don't know. We'll find out tonight, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have
2: been there and it's a cool brewery.
0: They do okay. the... Um... They do the it's uh, the wizard one, right? It's the, complicated being a wizard. It's complicated. I I want to say it's tough being a wizard, but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> I mean, it might it also be tough, tough to be a, a wizard. wizard too.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I thought that they had the softly spoken magic spells was the one that you had on your like bucket list, Chris.
0: Oh no, that's uh, that's that's uh, single cut, single cut, single cut. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I knew it was something wizard related. Some some magical caster okay and let's see i don't know if i a. see if i can find the date on this um while i'm looking for the date ted what can you tell us about your your trip to the brewery
2: yeah so the brewery is in an old warehouse in burlington um kind of a big warehouse Uh, burlington beer company seems to have a pretty decent distribution network you can even sometimes get it in Connecticut uh but it's just a it's you know it's your standard warehouse brewery uh it's a little bit more bright than I than I would prefer um I I prefer to drink in caves as we all know but this one is <laughs> this one's definitely more illuminated um but it's very rustic I mean it you know you can see literally the entire warehouse while you sit there the wall that's guarding between the warehouse and you is you know four feet high maybe maybe three feet high uh, tons of games. But you just to play. feel like
1: you feel like you're being interrogated the whole time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, tons of games to play. They've got TVs to play games on, but they've also got tons of like retro games. I believe I played Rock'em Sock'em Robots when I was there. Uh, dominated. Nice. Um, undefeated my entire nice. time I was there. So just you know throw that out there. Uh, but yeah, tons of cool beers. Um, they also have this beer called Strawberry Whale Cake, which is a strawberry flavored stout. Um, that one's pretty good too. That one's pretty hard to find. That one's one that people usually search after. Um, and then peasant fight—I don't think I've ever had this one either.
1: Yeah, peasant king or peasant yeah. king. I'm uh, imagining Ted sitting at the bar, just with an empty chair next to him, and Rock of Sock Robots just sitting there, just like looking around, like who's going to take me on? <laughs> Undefeated champ, bring it! But I did find the date. This was actually this is a little old. I'm a little disappointed. This is uh, March 12th from last year. So we'll see. A lot old. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we'll see. But, you know, it was, uh, I like these guys as a brewery, so I figured why not, right? All right. It's not terrible. Um, It's actually better than I thought it was going to be. I really thought it was going to break down a lot more, but being ten months old, (laughs) however, it's still quite tasty, still good. Um, High bitterness factor for me. We've talked on the show. I'm not the biggest double IPA fan because sometimes I feel like they get a little too bitter, and um, you do get some of those kind of the skunkier hop breakdown byproducts on the back end when it's just a little too old. But I have had try not to hold that. Against it too much. Hmm. Well, I can't wait to hear what you rated it. <laughs> um, I'm not getting a ton of, you know, it's it's New England style. It's hazy. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's a little bit of an East meets West Coast because while I do get a little bit of the floral citrusy, I do get some of that dankness, the more earthier hops. I think, too, the floral hops break down quicker which might explain why I'm getting this to be a little bit earthier on the earthier side. So would you like mm. me to
2: read the description of it? Please. So Peasant King is an Imperial IPA brewed with Idaho seven and Simcoe. The blend of hops provided a range of flavors and, ar- and aromas, um, papaya, clementine and honeydew melon. And the hops s- sit atop a Royal grain bill of Weyermann Pilsner and Vienna malls for a complex assortment of light toasted flavors.
1: Interesting. So I, I'm not getting any of that on the aroma. I think it's just too old.
2: Nope. Yeah. No papaya.
1: <laughs> no, no papaya. Unfortunately. <laughs> that being said, this one's uh, still, while it's old, it's still a winner for me. This is going to come in at a four oh.
0: wow. Okay. Nice. So it holds. Yeah. Its, it holds. Are you doing a prorated grade, or is, does it hold its own?
1: A little bit. You know, okay. I think. I think if this was brewed yesterday and it tasted like this, I would give it a 375. Okay. But factoring in its age, I'm giving it a 4.0. Nice. Cool. So um, out
2: of 13,873 check ins, what do you believe Untapped has rated this beer?
1: Well, I either have to get it exactly right or just get within one point to not lose a point. <laughs> so the pressure's on here, but. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna say that the Untappediverse gives it a 4.03.
2: The Untappediverse gave it a
0: 4.16. Oh wow, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Wow. For 17,000 check-ins, that's a that's a, a pretty Four, high rating. 14,000. Yeah. 14,000. My bad.
2: Yeah, that's a. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I was trying to find the lowest rated uh, rating and see if they gave it a, a comment, but I can't <laughs> seem to find it.
1: <laughs> now what did you rate
2: it, Ted? So I also gave it a four point and I gave it a four point twice. Um so apparently I've okay. had the spear at two separate occasions. An eight. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in two thousand sixteen uh, and seventeen. That's like one of my favorite
0: things about untapped, It's, like when you see you've rated it and you're like, Oh, what did old me think of it? <laughs> what is right. new me well, how does new me compare? Um happens. But uh always good times. Well that's a solid beer yeah
1: yeah yeah and i'm gonna enjoy it while we hear about what tud's got for us this this week sure, sure thing
0: probably a super high abv beer uh 30 40 percent
1: yeah just uh drinking straight liquor <laughs> tudd had to go down to the beer vault i guess i know right he's putting in the complex series of codes <laughs> retina scanners <laughs>
0: There he is. Oh here we go. Back from the vault.
1: <laughs> Ted, did you close the vault door behind you in your uh your beer your your hidden beer vault? Yeah, you were uh <laughs> you were gone so long, I thought maybe you got <laughs> stuck on the retina scanner or forgot one of the pins that you needed to put in.
2: No, I had to figure out uh which one I, I wanted to drink, and I knew that I had said last week I wanted to drink the, the um the IPA, so all right, so this week I am drinking another non-alcoholic beer by um. His name this brewery? It can't be called Untitled Art. I think the brewery is called Untitled Art. Um, okay. Uh, it's a this this week is a juicy IPA, and I, I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say that the the name of the brewery is Untitled Art.
1: Well, show us the can, maybe we can. Uh, what what does it look like here? Yeah, looks like it just says non-alcoholic up top, and then. Untitled art right below it. Yeah. with oh, Right around the top, there's like a ribbon that says untitled art a bunch.
2: Yeah, it says non-alcoholic, untitled art. Non-alcoholic, untitled art. All the way around it.
1: So it's either called
2: non-alcoholic or it's called untitled art. Um,
1: or it's called non-alcoholic, untitled art. Maybe.
0: <laughs> it is It is confirmed as non-alcoholic, juicy IPA by untitled art. There you go. Okay. so That's the, the
1: name of the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing, yes. The whole yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep.
0: It gets really it gets really hairy and... it's a very
1: meta brewery name.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, alright, so non alcoholic untitled art juicy IPA brewery. They made a brewery. Uh, they made a beer called Juicy IPA. Um Oh here's here's it. It's out of Wa <laughs> wanna mana-aki?
1: What, Wanaaki?
2: Wanaki, Wisconsin. I think it's Wanacchi. There's it's W A U N A K E E. I think it's Wanachi. Where's the ch come from? The K. I don't know. Wanaki? Maybe. <laughs> Wanaki. <laughs> Alright, anyways. So it's out of Wanaki or Wanachi, Wisconsin. Um, it's got nineteen grams of carbs, three grams of sugar, uh, it's a non alcoholic IPA brew, and it it's ninety calories uh per can. It might have five percent okay. Or it might have 0.5% ABV, um, but no more. It's non taxable under Section 501 <laughs> uh, IRC, Um, but it's got cool can art. So it's it's got this kind of like funky, like I guess it's called, like I guess it would be called like brush strokes, where it's just multiples of colors, just kind of just brush stroked across the can.
1: I understand. Mm. I wonder what they call that artwork. I think it's called Untitled Art.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's Juicy IPA. <laughs>
1: And uh, now this is going to be your last last week of of uh So-be-wary for the podcast.
2: For the podcast, yes it will be because I will not be on next week's episode. I have to I have to go Aww. on a business trip.
1: Boo. So maybe if you have other other uh beers, you should bring them on. I don't know.
2: I do have other I do have multitudes of beer and I will take any opportunity I have to get a perfect guest this week just to kick Chris out of getting Ooh, maybe a- we
1: should save him for uh pre-games for for next month.
2: There you go. There we go. That's a good idea. It's not a bad idea because I do have three left, I believe, and they're all ones. One's a red IPA, and the others are non IPAs. So it does look like a hazy IPA. Uh, the head stuck around. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks exactly like a New England style IPA, which I'm actually pretty impressed by. Without even yeah. bringing the, the glass anywhere near my face, I can
0: smell the hops. Um, oh, it's a very okay, hoppy nice. beer. Looks, know, it the... looks very. It looks very bright. Very like light. Light orange. Yeah. It it, it is it, but it,
2: it kinda reminds me of like a haze or a Julius in color. Like Okay. The light in here is kinda different. I kinda changed the lights around in my room, so to hopefully to give a better presentation for the for you guys on camera. Um On the nose though, it does it's got that it's got that non alcoholic smell. It kinda smells like, like it's pre fermentation when you're brewing a beer. Like this is... Like
1: wort? Like sweet?
2: Kind, yeah. It smells a little sweet. Uh, smells overly malty. I'm expecting it to kind of taste a little... You know, what I've noticed with most non-alcoholic beers is that the malt flavor is extremely forward on every non-alcoholic beer I've ever had.
1: Um, yeah. I think you, you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, very malty. Because that's, that's the, the vibe I get from those NA beers as well.
2: You know, it does smell a little juicy. I can't really pick out what hops are in it. I don't know if, if Untappd tells us what hops are in there, but the the can definitely does not.
0: Yes. So Untappd just says uh, straight Citra and Mosaic hops. So oh, okay. The, the the fab the fabulous duo that we love so much in the IPA world.
2: Well, yeah. let's let's dive on in and see if if the Citra Citric and Mosaic hops actually um actually make this a pretty good non alcoholic beer. So this, this is pretty good. Um, for a non-alcoholic beer, this is, huh. It's, it's got a nice little sweetness to it. Um. Okay. So that malt flavor that I smelled on the nose does not exist in the taste. It doesn't taste like hoppy, um, seltzer water. It actually tastes like a real beer. Uh, maybe a little bit, like maybe a little bit of fake sugar, but like not anything. It, you know, I can't tell if there's like fake sugar in here if that makes sense. It just, it has a weird, it has like a sweetness to it that's not really present on the, the tongue, but more present on like the whole mouth taste. Like, like the back, like your back taste buds on your tongue pick up the sweetness, not the front taste mm. buds.
1: Well, it's interesting that you say that it tastes like a beer because Untitled Art is primarily, is a brewer of alcoholic beers and they have a alcoholic version of this Juicy IPA too. Interesting. Oh. So this is a, I think this is one of the first beers of the maybe like Budweiser where we have they have a specific maybe the first craft beer where we have a specific non alcoholic version of a beer that's made normally with alcohol.
0: Oh.
2: Interesting. That is really interesting. That's if if that's the case, I gotta go I gotta find this I I'd like to go back to Total Wine and see if they have the alcoholic version of this and try them side by side. Cause this it tastes like a good IPA. It's a little bit muted. Um it's not it's it's a little sweet it's a little hoppy but it's not overly sweet or hoppy it kind of tastes like it kind of tastes like like you know like when you get like a like a cold and not like covid where you lose your complete sense of taste and smell but your your senses are a little bit muted when you have a cold and you can't really taste everything completely that's kind of what this tastes like where it's kind of like you can taste that there's some sweetness and some hops here but you can't quite put your finger on it's the flavor
1: It's like you're drinking an IPA with your nose plugged.
2: Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay, all right. But it's good. This is a. It's got a good aftertaste to it. Um, huh. I I like it. This is. I gotta say, this might be my new favorite non-alcoholic beer.
0: Oh, nice. That's awesome. Um,
2: I think this takes the mantle so far as the best one that I've had. I did try the Uber Hop just to give an update from last week, um, and it was not very good. (laughs) it was Was better better than their white it was better than their white i thought it was at at least it had some hop flavor to it so i think i think my opinion is is that if you're going to drink a non-alcoholic beer i think you have to go for a non-alcoholic ipa i think that they just Mm. you can mask everything else that the very plain style of beer behind hops because then at least hops have a flavor character to them Oh.
1: I want to hear Chris's take on this because I know for a fact he's been drinking some non IPA, non alcoholic beers lately.
0: Yeah, I mean i've I haven't uh, done a ton, but some of the ones that I have had are more light beers like lagers and stuff. They are honestly not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's 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 funny to think like a. Like a beer like a bud like Budweiser has a, a a zero a zero option and it's 0.0 ABV I don't know uh, like I even looked it up I was, I was I was like I was like is this actually 0.0 or is it like is zero- this less than orange juice is this less than orange juice like come on um, and it actually is it's 0.0 um and I, I you know for s's and G's uh, I was going through my well, I'm still going through my hashtag #TudFit lifestyle, but I was doing a ha- I was sober for like two weeks and uh, terrible times. We call it the dark ages. Um, but uh, and um, but uh, it, it's it's amazing uh, that a beer like a beer a beer company like Budweiser can make something taste so bad. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not amazing, but like I I expected something something better. It loses so much of its. Of its flavor, and it just becomes nothing. It's it's not it's not a very good. Don't don't get the bud zeros. There, um, I mean, okay, do it if you if you need. They're better. They're better options for you. Get hairless dog. Get
1: our friends. Over drink it. water.
2: <laughs> that yeah. we we'll go get some of this untitled art. juicy IPA. I can tell you this. There you go. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed. Um, I mean, I, I get little hints of pineapple. Little hints of like orange juice or oranges. It's it's it's
0: decent. Now let me ask, like, um. Is it because I know I th- I think Hairless Dog and I'm not just saying this because they were their friends on the podcast etc. But like they're like one of the better non a non ABV beers that I've had. Um, is this better like this I this I think has some alcohol the one that you're having now. But um, is it better than the one the offerings we had from them? Maybe. Okay. Um. The one thing I like about Hairless Dog
2: is that. It's their their flavors are not muted, like no, I said. Not this this tastes a little muted, um, almost like it's done on purpose. Um, this kind of tastes more like it's like a hoppy like it's like a hoppy flavored seltzer. Um, it definitely has more character to it than a seltzer, a little bit more thickness, but it still overall kind of tastes a little muted, as I've said. Whereas okay. Hairless Dog did not taste muted, but Hairless Dog's IPA didn't if i had to choose between their their IPA offering and this i would choose this but just cuz this
1: one has a more of a hop punch it yeah, sounds like yeah
2: but the other one that we had the um the blonde the ale, black lager no the, oh. the, the the blonde um i really like that one and i think that's more of an IPA offering than their IPA to be perfectly honest i thought that one had a lot of character to it
0: are you talking about the citra lager
2: the citra lager there we go sorry yeah okay yeah um that one had a lot of character to it that that kind of makes it more New Englandy, y um, And that's what this is trying to go for. So I do like it. Um, maybe I'll have to try them side by side because I still have some of the, the uh, citra lagers. So maybe I'll have to go back to the store and buy a four-pack of this. Try to see if I can find the actual four-pack of, of the real beer. Try them side by side and then try it with that. Uh, right. I'm going to rate this. I'm, I'm going to rate it a 3.75. Um, pretty good. That, that's that's okay. right in line of what we rated uh the hairless dog beers They are all about like three seven five i think this is right there uh if this had booze in it i would not be upset if like i got this at a brewery and they're like hey this is you know six percent abv beer here you go but like, oh decent
0: right right a three seven five is nothing to scoff at that's a solid solid no beer. not at all yeah um well it you know untapped has 1023 check-ins quite quite heavy for this beer and uh, what, do you, what do you think that they thought? Uh,
2: no idea. On, uh, non-alcoholic beer have no idea how to rate them. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not bad. And maybe if this is a brewery that people like, maybe it's got some some fans of it, and maybe, they, maybe people like the other juicy IPA alcoholic version. I have no idea. I almost want to just guess to 375, but that's stupid.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. The other juicy, there's like version three, version four. Like they have like each brew seems like they have their own check-ins and they all have about 3,000 check-ins, give or take. Oh. So it would probably add up to be like in the tens of thousands, you know, or between 10 and 20,000 if you added up all of their yeah. regular juicy IPAs.
2: I don't know. Um, I guess I'll stick similar to, to, to me and I'll say don't want to guess three seven five. Nothing's ever three seven five. Three, but it's not like three seven
0: four. Damn it! Oh man. Well, okay. So nothing is three seven five except for this beer. Wait, what? This beer is a three seven five. This beer is a three seven five. Yes. Yeah. So motherfucker. You have, you, have, you have tied. you have tied. i can't
1: believe it the whole time i'm I, like biting my, I, I, tongue. My,
0: my heart is beating so fast right now i was like this because and when you said when you guess 375 i'm like this motherfucker is gonna guess 375
1: like, well, i'll never guess the average to be the same as what he what he said so we're good and then he's like I don't know. I'll just stick with it. I'm like, Ugh, I, I don't know. know. I, I
0: was like, oh, I was like, oh no, oh no, and then we tie. We end up tied. Yeah. Gosh, well, darn that it makes good. me I
2: upset. I should have stuck with my gut and just, just said it. Shit. <laughs> I, mean, well, I think this is
1: a two tally mark kind of night. Uh, I think uh, you point, guys both earned one. I think yeah. Chris po- ended his ended his bit of a dry streak lately. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, to it's get back crazy. on the board. But oh, I'm to so, continue crazy. Continue I'm so to upset that I
2: <laughs> I'm so upset that I didn't guess it and just get it right and make Chris just i i honestly I thought angry. you were gonna be like
0: i I thought you were gonna be like, oh screw it, just three seven five i' have been i would have lost it I have be like, no, it doesn't fucking count that doesn't count <laughs> oh man that was uh that was good so i the one thing and we talked about this on the on the on the hairless dog episode was that i'm I'm glad and i I don't think i ever i think without hairless dog. I don't think I would have ever given the non alcoholic beers a chance. And now I'm glad that we have been, and Tud especially. Tud's been highlighting some awesome beers. So, um, so I'm glad we have been because I, I will say it makes a difference. Like, it's, it, it sounds weird, but like drinking a, a non alcoholic beer is just straight different than drinking water. You know, water's lame. <laughs> non alcoholic beer is cooler. You know, I look cool, you know, at the, at the club or whatever. Um, you know what kids do, so <laughs> <laughs> you know. And if you're streaming, I mean, this is Chris. I would recommend going to like if you
2: can find this, yeah. You should pick this up because I mean, you don't. I'm not missing not having an IPA right now. Like this is a good going forward when I don't want to drink an IPA but I want an IPA. I'll just right. pick this up right. because it'll be just as good.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check it out. There's a few other ones I have my I have my eyes set out for, but um I have to check it out. So.
1: Yeah, if I ever drive through Wisconsin again, I'm definitely gonna look up "Untitled Art" because I think I've—I don't know if I had any from them, but they sound so familiar. But anyway, real quick before we um, head over to our frosty mug of wisdom, I do have a quick list I'd like to go through here. We love lists. We do love lists. Lists are this good. Our, lists are good. Our, lists are good and stuff. And uh, this is from our friends over at HopCulture.com. They actually—they have a few good articles uh oh including this 17 best non-alcoholic craft beers for dry january oh uh, it looks like they don't know how to spell sobuary but uh but that's the other one we're gonna talk about today this is the 10 best stouts available in most stores right now
2: all right Guinness. yeah
1: so they kind of go through here and they say it's not gonna be they're like A highly touted release or barrel-aged beauty, this is stuff you can find pretty much everywhere. Uh, Simple, superb versions of stouts. Okay. So for the most part, these aren't going to be two-year Heaven Hill Whiskey barrel-aged behemoths, but rather perfectly executed versions that are easy to find and that satisfy our stout cravings. Um, So keep that in mind as we go through this list, because there's a good chance you'll be able to find most of these ten in a store near you. Um, starting off with Speedway stout from L Smith Brewing out of San Diego. Oh, okay. It's very
2: good. That's a great yeah. stout. Um, okay. Fantastic shelfie. And they sell yeah. them in like the bigger cans too. So you can get like a, you can get a pretty good stout in like a, you know, 18 ounce can. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah. It says that it started off as a, as a larger 750 milliliter bottle in 2003, but in 2017, they started putting it into cans and, uh, you can now find it in 21 States. And if I go through the list, uh, Montana is not one of them. But <laughs> North Carolina and Connecticut both are. Yeah. So
0: I was going to say I had this back in Connecticut. Yep. It's, it's, a, a, it's, okay. a, it's a solid. It's a solid, solid stout. Yeah. It's a
1: delicious stout. Mainly yeah. robust, roasted malt, chocolate, coffee, and vanilla notes. Um, most stores near you, unless you live in the middle of nowhere. I'm excited <laughs> for this list because. I know, yeah. this is fun. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, you know, I was like, oh, this is just going to
2: be like stupid, you know, stupid beers. But this is, that's a really good stout. Like, yeah. most of the time, like, if I find it out and about, like, I will pick up a can. I'm not above it.
1: Nice. This next one is one that I think will be coming to me soon, and that's Kalamazoo Stout from Bell's Brewery. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, have either of you tried this beer before?
0: No. I don't know if I've had the Kalamazoo.
1: Yeah, me neither. It says it's, um, one of the brewery's most classic recipes offers notes of freshly ground coffee and rich dark chocolate for true-to-style representation of a stout. Sounds pretty standard, you know.
2: I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's gonna be delicious. Bell's is a good brewery. Very. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
1: we're we're fans of Bell's here on the the two-hearted for sure. Yeah, two-hearted.
0: That's great beer.
1: But we're talking about stouts. That's true. <laughs> I could I could so, use some of this this beer sent to me. Yeah. There you go. Uh, next is the Black Chocolate Stout from Brooklyn Brewery. Okay. Um, I'm a fan of Brooklyn Brewery. I've had this one before. It uh, says, while Brooklyn Brewery doesn't add any actual chocolate into this beer, they managed to achieve uber confectionery goodness simply from the grain bill. Okay. The brewmaster considers it his resume beer. So we're adding it to the list despite the fact that it's technically a limited seasonal release, only available from October to March. Um, it's half the year. and, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's uh, available if you're listening to this when the podcast comes out. Yeah, it's um the 14th largest independent craft brewery in the United States. Oh wow, so, hmm. yeah.
0: The, the Bro- one thing about Brooklyn Brewery uh, uh, that I that I will always remember is that they actually made a summer beer that I, I I know this is stouts, but their Brooklyn Summers very solid, and I'm not a fan of most summer beers. So.
2: I was just
1: I gonna say the, the same summer. thing.
2: Brooklyn Summers fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's really a, good. I had a keg of that every summer when I lived in New London. It was awesome. Yeah. But it's available in over 30 states, 30 countries across five continents, not in Montana. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Golly. You know. Oh,
1: my goodness. Uh, yeah. Where you guys live, make the list. Next <laughs> up, Next up, we have uh, Oldie But Goodie. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Let's give me a reveal here this is a a truly iconic beer barrel aged behemoth debuted in 1999 it is it's 15 to 20 percent abv made it the most potent beer on the planet of course that's not the case anymore um it's still a noteworthy beer from insert brewery an enormous amount of barley helped contribute to this boozy body they announced they are opening a new tap room in winwood miami in florida um but they sell their beer in all 50 states plus D.C. So you could probably expect to see this one on shelves wherever you live. Any guesses from the brewery? 15% the ABV? 15 to 20%. Yeah. I'll give you the name of the beer. Maybe we'll see if one of you can come up with it. It's,
0: Hang on. Um, give me I, I, some hints, I, Chris. I can help you. I, I, have, it, I have it in my head. Um, maybe. Maybe I do. Maybe I have it in my head. Is it by Dogfish Head?
1: Yes, it but, is. Okay,
0: so it's the old something stout. It's the old world stout or old.
1: Golly. You're close. I, I'll uh, give it to you. It's the worldwide stout. Worldwide from stout. Dr. Oh Shed. damn! Good call, Chris. I'm surprised you got that from the limited facts that we gave you. But,
0: well, the 15 to 20 percent was what set it apart because I know that's a that's yeah. a hef, it's a hefty it's a hefty one. So I have I have a few bottles of that that are a few years old now in in my 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 tub.
1: Ted keeps his beer in a vault Chris keeps his in a tub (laughs) they did a new
2: version of that this year where it's aged in utopia barrels and people are going nuts trying to find it and I have not seen one wow okay Yeah,
1: I've been keeping my eye out for that too I Uh, want it well, it'll make it to Montana, but we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's where the last bottle is. Last we get so
1: one bottle in the whole state. You just have to be really lucky to get it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, uh, well, here's another beer that there. you
1: mentioned when you were guessing what the, the that stout I could have read could have been. Um, it is the left-hand milk stout, Nitro. Oh, there you go. Great yeah. beer. It's great. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Probably, along with Guinness, the, one of the best nitro beers that exists, I would say.
0: Oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They, a pioneer in the nitro beer, left-hand brewing companies mastered the art of super creamy beer. There's no better beer to drink on nitro than a stout. Uh, it comes in 12-ounce bottles and 13.65-ounce cans. Interesting.
2: That, um, that bottle was the, the way I learned how to pour hard because in the back of the, <laughs> cause in the, back of the case, it tells you how to pour hard.
1: That's funny because that's what this paragraph says. When you crack the bottle open, turn it over, and pour it hard to activate the nitro inside, you'll yep. experience a beautiful upside-down cascade of tiny bubbles.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that is a great, a great, uh, um, just a great one. And 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 if you if you're lucky enough, you can find a a a sampler pack or a uh, a mix pack of like a bunch of different variants of the Left Hand Milk Stout. If you see it, pick it up because I'll tell you what, it's delicious. Every single one of them. So good. I like this list. This is a fun list. This is a fun list. It's a good one. It's a good list. Yeah.
1: This uh, next one is, I think, one of Jenna's favorite beers. Uh, That is the Dragon's Milk from New Holland Brewing.
0: There you go. Yep.
1: Brewing close to 50,000 barrels of beer in 2020. New Holland currently stands as the largest independent craft brewer in Michigan. Uh, Now that Bells is is gone, they sold out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's... Perhaps the brewery's most well-known creation, it's earned a cult-like status for its decadent versions of the stout. First hitting shelves in... Any guesses on a year?
0: 1996. 2006.
1: No, uh, right in between. 2001, basically. They they started brewing as a... They opened shop in 97, but they started brewing this beer in 2001. I would,
2: um, I'll tell you this. the uh, Much like the left-handed milk stouts, the... Uh, dragon's blood they they also make a lot of variants and most of the variants of dragon's blood are fantastic uh i i had one earlier on the podcast like I, you know in the in the early like the first 50 that was like a uh i think it was a cookies and cream one that
0: was delicious yeah yeah i think didn't jenna send that one to you no no
2: i i bought it and she was on the she was on though oh okay that's what
0: it was yeah okay got you but you
2: can go to their brewery too which is in holland michigan which is on the other side of detroit like exact opposite side of the state as detroit um and they sell most of the variants you can buy them in crowlers and uh get get all the variants to go so that's a it's a cool brewery to go check out it's right on on the lake there it's pretty cool
1: okay just go to detroit and then go as far away in the state of michigan as you can And there you go. Yeah, I mean, you can uh, just fly into Grand Grand
2: Rapids. I mean, it's much easier. to. Grand Rapids has their own uh, airport.
1: You can then visit Founders, too. That's true. Next up, we have the Oatmeal Stout from Samuel Smith. That's good. Um, This is probably the oldest beer on our list because they were established in 1758. They're Yorkshire, England's oldest brewery, and they still use water from an original well. Oh, wow. At uh, the old brewery to brew its iconic Oatmeal Stout. They have been using the same yeast strain since the 1800s, and drinking this stout is a historical experience. I, you know, I can find this beer around. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. they've got a cool bottle. They got a cool bottle. Moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next is the 2x Stout from Southern Tier Brewing. Oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. This is a double milk stout. Uh, they're utterly creamy. Ha-ha. Haha. Thanks to the addition that of smelled. lactose and unfermentable sugar that provides a red carpet experience for your tongue. 7.5% ABV. 2X step manages to stay lightened body. It finishes with notes of malted milk ball and chocolate milkshake. Uh, available in more than 30 states. So it's funny. Whoever wrote this list gave up listing all the states about halfway through <laughs> the list. So I can't tell you if this one's available in Montana, but probably not. We're probably not in the top 30. So well, we we we'll know for sure out. it's
2: available in Connecticut, and we know for sure it's available in North Carolina. Considering that there's there's a brewery in North Carolina of it.
0: Yes, there is.
1: I didn't know that. That's yeah. interesting.
0: The the brewer's at three thousand one Yancey. There's a couple of them there. Yeah, but so that's why I had all that's I had all those pumpkin beers. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. It,
0: it's a, it's a pretty cool place. I, I haven't. I honestly haven't been back because pandemic kids no friends etc but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> all the normal <laughs> things uh, but uh but yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a nice place
1: uh the next is the stone zosa visa from their stone brewing company stone brewing's zosa visa plays off of a mexican hot cocoa to offer notes of chocolate cinnamon nutmeg and a slight kick of pepper it's a warming beer probably best enjoyed during the winter uh, and that says here Unless you have some cobbler, then have that instead. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad they're keeping true to a traditional. Uh-huh. <laughs> have you guys tried this one?
0: Uh, I so as you're as you were saying it, I realize I think I've been saying it wrong since I've known about the beer. I don't think I've ever I pronounced be, it.
1: I've yeah, I've probably pronounced it, it wrong. With For our X, listeners, right? it's X O C O V E Z A.
0: Yeah. I've always said Chaka Vesa, and I don't know if that's right, but I don't think yeah, it is. Yeah, it sounds
1: like a French, like J A C Q U E <laughs> yeah, V E Z A. You know, it's
0: traditional. Um, I I believe I have had that one. Um, uh, I don't remember much of it. It might have been in a taster or something like that, but. Um. Yeah.
1: These Mexican uh, hot chocolate ones, they're sometimes a little spicy for me, but. I remember liking those, it those when I had cold, it. Cold, cold Montana days.
2: That's your, your your um your cobbler list days, exactly. <laughs> All right,
1: but last on the list is a uh, brewery from our home state here, and this is the Expressway Cold Brew oh. Coffee Stout from Two Roads Brewing.
2: Yes, definitely had it. Yep.
1: <laughs> they say this might be our wild card pick, blending locally roasted Ethiopian slash Sumatran beans with a rich oatmeal stout base. Expressway offers. Decadent mocha notes. The brewery uses a German-built Brunick device to pressure this beer, much like a barista would make an espresso, but without the steam. Plus, the beer steeps for several days to create a true cold brew coffee stout. We love espresso for the huge emphasis on coffee. As caffeine addicts, we really appreciate its intense cold brew character, which pairs with the perfectly dry bitterness you often find in a stout or the bottom of your coffee cup. After expanding to Southern California in 2020, Two Roads now counts 16 states and D.C. as part of its distribution map. Even though its footprint is slightly smaller than the other breweries mentioned here, Two Roads' expressway impressed us so much we couldn't leave it off the list. Listen,
2: good for good for Two Roads getting called out in something like this. Yeah, they, it's yeah. about time where they they should start to get noticed around the country because they've been they've been solid for a while.
0: They're they're good. Yeah, I don't think I don't know. I, I I'm surprised. But uh, it's a very good stout. I'll say that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that, that, uh, I think if you're in Connecticut, I would say the um, the Outer Light one is better.
0: I I mean that, I agree.
1: Personally. What's that one called, Chris? Uh, that's one of your favorites, right?
0: The uh, li- uh, Libation Propaganda. Yes. Yeah, that's yep. right.
2: It's very good. Yeah. that's that's a good one too.
0: That's a that's that's my favorite coffee stout. I I'd say. Uh it's very good. Um but uh, they only you can only get them in southeastern Connecticut probably pretty right. much.
2: You can get it no, they're they're now like across state like distributed. Like I can get okay. a total. Oh water. really?
0: Oh. Okay. There good you go. for them. Yeah. But uh but I mean Expressway, uh two roads, I mean they've always done some great stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Be- better better than the the other place <laughs> that should not be named.
1: <laughs> well there we go. That was our ten best stouts available. Unless you live in Montana, most stores. <laughs> well, there was one. So, there
2: was one you can get in Montana.
1: Oh, yeah. You could get a few of these. I'm sure that the... Uh, I'm sure I could find a good amount of these at the store. But um, there you have it. Let us know on the Discord where, what your favorite stout you can find most places is. And uh, we'll chime in. And so, with that... It's double time! Double honking time. Honk, 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 I, I wanna- I want to be
0: be surrounded by surrounded by honkers. Yeah, this is
1: stereo honking. Honk, 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 honk. Honk, honk, honk.
2: This is the new over-honk, honk, 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 honk,
0: honk, 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 Oh my
1: God, so much honking. Oh no,
0: so many, so much honks.
1: All right, double, uh, double mopped and (laughs) gatekeeper over here. Um, Chris and Todd, both mana people who are gonna Help us fill up our frosty mug of wisdom with wisdomy wisdom, advice, hacks, etc. Jordan, take it away. Test Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle.
2: Mug of wisdom!
1: all right jordan thank you as always check him out wreck my podcast uh so i don't know what to do here i guess it just means that i have to go first probably i think that's what this really means um i don't know i think that's i think that's what has to happen
0: i think so. i think okay. so
1: all right, so I'll go first, and um, I'm going to recommend a show that just finished its first season on Showtime, and it's called Yellow Jackets. It, uh, the premise of the show is in 1996, there is a, uh, a girls' high school soccer team that won their state championship in New Jersey and is flying to nationals when a tragic event takes down the plane and they are trapped in the wilderness and have to survive meanwhile we're simultaneously telling the story of the people who did make it out in 2021 um and what their lives are like now and people digging into their past and all of the craziness that went on which slowly gets revealed throughout the season so it's a fun Kind of mystery show that uh, admittedly didn't go as far as I wanted it to in the first season. You know, sometimes you watch the show and you're like, listen, there was like three episodes there where you really could have, you really <laughs> could have squeezed it down into one. I could have done like 12 episodes instead of 10 in the season. You really could have told a lot more story here. <laughs> um, those critiques aside, I was a big fan of the season. I will be tuning in for season two. And um it was a really good cast. Let me pull it up because I'm really bad with actors. But uh it included um, Christina Ritchie, Richie, which is Richie Christina Ritchie. From where is she from?
2: Uh, she famously Paris Hilton's like best friend from like way back in the day.
1: Oh, really? Interesting. She I, uh, was a I, voice actor in in Spyro. That's cool.
0: Am I wrong about that, Chris?
2: <laughs> or is that Nicole? Or is that Nicole Ritchie? Hang
0: on. That's the yeah. I was gonna say that. Oh, mean, okay. I yeah, Christina I was like, Ritchie that doesn't sounds seem right. Like... Actually. <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay. Christina Rishi. That's right. Um, I was close. Yeah. She was in Casper and she was Wednesday Adams. There we go. That's what uh, I knew okay. her from. All right. Yeah. Melanie uh, and, and Linsky. This is the worst part of the show when I try and like <laughs> tell people who actors are from other things. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I would also be bad at that.
1: Yeah. She was in Two and a Half Men.
0: I know that show.
1: Yeah, she was Rose from. Two and uh, and okay, <laughs> uh, I know okay. who that is. Yeah.
0: I know who that is.
1: Yeah, um, Juliet Lewis, like a big big cast. I didn't know who a lot of people were, and these are like the adult actresses that uh, there's a you know they all have like the teenage components too. That's right. She was in Christmas Vacation. That's right. She was also in Cape Fear. Uh, she's she's a good comedic actress, but plays a more dramatic role in the show. Like I said um just a lot of unfolding mystery and great great show to get in it on the ground floor like i said 10 episodes um i was hooked on episode one for sure watch the first episode if you you, i watched it on prime through like through i think i said it was showtime show on prime but uh check it out all right who's going next i mean i i guess i'll go all right ted here take this frosty mug thank you so um
2: My handle this week is, I think it's, it's going to be something that I think most people knew, and I just, I guess I just didn't know, but if you have a gaming computer or a gaming laptop or whatever, and say you have Steam installed, do you know that you can stream Steam on another device? You can stream Steam to another device? Correct. You can stream Steam to another device. So, for example, I have a laptop that has Steam installed, but that laptop is not really good at, uh... You know, playing video games because it's not a it's not a gaming laptop. But with Steam installed, I can stream the game across the internet to my laptop and play the game from my computer, which I found interesting. And I just discovered it this past week. Oh. So instead of on Steam, instead of hitting play, if you hit the little drop down um, arrow, you can actually stream it from the other desktop where it'll just show up, and you can then you know wirelessly play on any device. You can do it on iPads. You can do it on um, laptops you could do it on your phone um, if you had like a, a controller hooked up so that's my little my little handle this week for everybody is that you can actually stream your steam games remotely oh nice. okay. i
1: used to have a steam link where it basically did that you plugged it into your tv and you could play games from your computer on your tv yeah so now um. instead of
2: instead of the steam so they stopped selling the steam link now Now you can just do it from every device, as long as you have the Steam app. Like, I can do it from my my TV as well. I can actually download the Steam app on my TV and then play my games through the internet on my TV, too.
0: Yeah, that's what I learned. I learned that from you, actually, um, when I was in Connecticut. And I have since downloaded the Steam link. But that's pretty cool that you can use another uh, device like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and Um, the,
2: the thing I liked the most was the phone. I think that's pretty cool. So you can be out and about, and as long as your computer's not at home, you can tap in and play away
1: from your phone. Nice. I'll save me some money on games that I would buy on my phone that I have already have copies of on Steam.
2: There you go. <laughs> so, Chris, the mug, is, the
0: mug is yours. All right. So I have recently taken upon myself a quest, and I want to lead off with that. Um, so Dana's Nana, every year for Christmas, for 10 Christmases now, has has given us a bag of um her special oyster cracker uh it's it's like a specially prepared oyster cracker treat okay um and it's ba- it, oh, they they are oyster crackers that are that are covered in in seasonings and baked to perfection and they are huh. so they're so freaking good i tell you they're, like every every christmas we get a bag of these okay so i've taken it upon as a quest to Mimic them perfectly. Um,
1: I, so hang on, let me get this straight. So you, did you, there's two options here. Either you asked her for the recipe and she said no, and you were like, "Screw you, Nana! I'm making my own." <laughs> or you were, didn't bother to ask her, and you're like, "I'm just gonna figure it out on my own."
0: The second one. The second one okay. is what it is. Um, okay,
1: because she would probably be flattered if you were like, "I love these so much, I would love." Yeah, it, it, if you it seems could like she'd be willing to like. She probably like that. would write it in her nice cursive font, fa- <laughs> and it'd cursive be nice, something fa- you could save. Yeah. Okay. No, listen, but there's, no. Google. No. there's Google. There's Google.
0: So. There's there's Google. Right? You gotta. You know this? Like these things, you have to make with 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 love and and amazingness. But um, they're so they're so good. And uh, you know, I can tell you a couple of the ingredients are for sure ranch, like ranch seasoning and dill, um, lemon pepper. I didn't even know this was a thing. Lemon pepper is a thing, guys. Um, but anyway, of course it is. Uh, I I I didn't know this. I'm not I'm not a cook. <laughs> So I've been, I've been, very it's a wing sp-
1: seasoning, lemon pepper wings.
0: I guess that's true. You ever,
1: you ever had those? Um, you just thought it was like lemon <laughs> and pepper on wing.
0: Cut. Sort of. <laughs> 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 Someone thought that maybe. Um, but anywho, um, I'll put a link to the, to the, to the recipe I've been You're
1: tweaking. You're giving Nana's recipe <laughs> to the internet? No, to the podcast. it's not Nana's,
0: it's not Nana's recipe. It's not perfect yet. Okay. I haven't perfected okay. it yet. But okay. it's it, it is a quest that I want to share with you. And if you if you know if, if you know Nana then you can steal it and you can steal it from her. I why don't know, it's just, almost like it's Why don't you just like call this Ellen. poor old lady and say hello?
2: Put, hey, can you give me this recipe? Thank you very much. You quest put over.
1: recipe in the Discord with the Great of <laughs> Podcast. Quest yeah, over. We're gonna have to rely on Nana to give us these
2: I picture Chris going into the kitchen, dressed in like a like a Link outfit, with like the hat on and shit, and you know
0: uh, the music. He's playing the, the Zelda soundtrack in the background. Oh, they're so good though. They're so good. I love them. How uh, many? But how yeah. many times have you
2: attempted to make these and failed?
0: You no, know, honestly, it's. It, I've only made two batches, and I'm getting closer. Dan, I'm hot on your tail. <laughs> I'm on your tail.
1: You just Uh, had 80 years to perfect these. You've only had one.
0: I know. You're
1: getting close.
0: What can I do in 80 years? Uh, But I'll put a link to the recipe. I've been tweaking. I will say the the recipe came out pretty good. It was not. It was not the same. They're not the same. Um, But I've been tweaking it a little bit here and there. So, so are you um,
2: rebaking oyster crackers? Because like, don't
0: they? Yeah, that's what you pre bake. Yeah, you put. So what you, you take? You take a bunch of oyster crackers and you you take like a half cup. No. Half cup, quarter cup, some cup, some cu- some cup size, uh, C cup of um, uh of of like vegetable oil, and then you mix a bunch of seasonings into them. You drizzle them. I, and you, I would you say mix I don't it, think we should use a C cup of vegetable oil. That seems like a lot of oil. <laughs> seems like a decent amount. <laughs> um, and uh, and you 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 cover them in the in the crackers, then you put the crackers in the oven at two fifty for. Fifteen minutes stirring after ten minutes, and uh, then they come out, and they're they're a nice, tasty treat. You wouldn't think so. I'm sure you can eat them. You can eat them plain, uh, or you could use them in salads, things like that. I just eat them plain. They're freaking good. They are really good. And you wouldn't think so. I guess what's not to like, but um, right, but yeah. So, uh, so I guess my handle is if you know the recipe, <laughs> tell me. But also my quest, and also. You should look up some of these recipes because they're really good. And you wouldn't think they are, but.
1: <laughs> so we'll put the recipe in the show notes. But I want to hear your tweaks to give our listeners uh, like the first step to improving right. the Got recipe. You. Yeah.
0: Got you. I'll, I'll. I should probably find another one because one of that one of the ingredients I took out. I was like, nope, you are not doing anything for me. This is not Nana's crackers. Like, took it out. Garlic powder, get out of there. You're not in there anymore. So, it, it adds too much sweetness to it. Anyways.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, wait, 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 This passionate about garlic this. powder added sweetness.
0: Yep.
2: What type of hillbilly garlic garlic powder do you get down in North
0: Carolina that has sugar in it? It's not sugar. It's just sweeter than the other ingredients.
1: Well, I will say this frosty mug took a very interesting turn at the <laughs> end. Um, wasn't I expecting this one, but I'm glad I'm glad you brought it. <laughs> All right. Well, so with that, we'd like to
2: thank you all for listening. Um I'd like to thank uh oh, Jesus Non-Alcoholic Untitled Art Juicy IPA for their Juicy IPA.
1: All right. I want to thank Burlington Beer Company for their Peasant King Double India Pale Ale.
0: And I would like to lastly thank The Most uh, Divine <laughs> Barrel for their defi- their their Double Carolina Cobbler Cherry, the only way to cure cold.
1: Hypothermia. Hypothermia.
0: Please make sure you head over to social
2: media and follow us at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Please make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation over there. We had a a conversation this week around the alcoholic content of orange juice.
1: (laughs) Tell us what stouts you're drinking. Yes, and tell us what
2: stouts you're drinking. Also, tell us if you can get all these stouts in your state and you're not in Connecticut or North Carolina, just rub it into Obert's face a little bit and say, hey. Oh, I live in Hawaii, and I can get them all, so suck it. Um, also, please make sure you head over to Patreon and subscribe for $1 a month, or for as little as $1 a month. You could subscribe for more to more if you'd like. Like, you know, a million dollars a month, a billion dollars a month. Like, Elon Musk. If
1: you want to subscribe <laughs> I mean, a for... billion
0: dollars, a million dollars a month for Elon Musk is basically no money. It's a rounding error. I mean, it's, you
1: know... That's like a dollar a month for, for us. Yes. Yeah, so... <laughs>
2: Elon. I know you're a big listener. Go over there, subscribe. Uh, pay pay the the one million a month. Um, we'll even give you a special shout out each week if you pay a million dollars a month. Don't worry. Uh, that's that's. How would our,
1: you be a fourth co host? How uh, would you get <laughs> one of us? You can replace one of us. You know what, Elon? Month.
2: For a million dollars a month, I will give you my beer fridge, and my oh. beer vault. It's probably worth close to a million dollars. <laughs> Also, please make sure you head over to uh, Apple Podcasts and leave a five star rating and review. It really is the best way to help people find us.
1: And with that, my name's Dud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends.
2: So, Chris in his Link outfit making these oyster crackers in his kitchen. They're good.
1: Is the secret ingredient real oyster?
0: No. no. How about
1: oyster powder?
0: oyster
1: powder makes him too sweet <laughs> too yeah
0: that's I the forgot. Chris I don't want to get it too sweet Chris has you gotta to use dried oyster
1: use that. that's the difference